Welcome to the Small School Big Time Hoops Podcast with your host, Javon Masters. Finally, college basketball season is drawing closer. This year has been filled with unprecedented moments, doubt, and uncertainty. But through all of that, coaches all over the country have been quietly putting in work. Hours of virtual clinics, phone calls to their peers, Zoom calls with their teams, and film was watched, all in preparation for the day where we could all be back where we love, in the gym. With the season drawing near, I am thrilled to be entering a new era of the small school Big Time Hoops podcast. The preseason preview era is here. Don't worry, we will still talk journeys, triumphs, and adversities, just with some new flavor. These episodes are going to be short and compact, but filled with a lot of great knowledge and, of course, fantastic small school basketball coaches. Enough is enough. I know you're ready, so let's jump in. Join me in welcoming the head coach at Harris-Stowe State University, Seth McDowell, to the pod. Coach, thank you for joining us. No problem. Thank you for having me. Well, Coach, um, last year was year number one for you at Harris-Stowe State, so you're moving into year number two. Probably got your feet a little bit more under you. You're ready to really attack this year. But before we talk about this upcoming season and Harris-Stowe State as a university, can you take us back through – kind of your coaching journey and how you ended up at where you are today absolutely it's uh it's it's definitely a unique one i'll try to keep it short because it i can get long-winded with it um i it's definitely uh a different path than what than than what a lot of people take i i actually came out of high school and ended up going and playing division one football um and i always say that i try not to regret a whole lot of things in life i say i change a lot but that was not going to play in NAI basketball was probably one of my biggest regrets. Um, I, I love, you know, I got caught up just like me coaching now, um, got caught up in, in the prime lights and in, in, in division one versus smaller schools. And, and, and so that's the route I went and don't get me wrong. I enjoyed my time, uh, met my wife there and everything. So things worked out. Um, but I always knew basketball was my first love, you know, so I, I graduated college. I got, straight into coaching and teaching high school. Uh, I've been, I was, I coached and taught in high school for nine years, uh, six years as an assistant coach uh, at Cape Central, which is the, uh, in the same town I went to college. Um, and then got a head coaching position up in St. Louis um, after six years. So I moved, moved to St. Louis and that my wife's from this area, um, took over a program there, then moved programs. Uh, so I was there for two years Um and then, and I, and I always knew I wanted to coach at the college level, um, but, but never, you know, like I tell kids or, or people that ask me today, the best advice I can give them going into the college level is, you know, make that transition, make that jump, um, take risk at a young age, at an early age, you know, because once I got that first paycheck, you know, from coaching and teaching in high school, um, now, now you're used to it and, it and it's hard to make that jump. Um, and then, you know, then I got married and had a kid. Um, and so it was, it was getting harder and harder to make that change, make that switch to the college side. Um, you know, unfortunately, unfortunately, at the same time, you know, I, I was at a, at a high school that, um, you know, we went from seven wins the year before I got there to 20. Um, but at the same time, we didn't see eye to eye, uh, things were different. And, and, and so, um, I, I thought that was, is the best time. To, to switch over, you know, and, and so I I got an assistant coaching job at Harris Stowe, actually, um, small small stipend position, 
um, and, and coach there, work some odd jobs on the side to make ends meet for my family. Um, and then one of my best friends got a head coaching job right down the road at a conference, a conference rival of ours. Um, he got the head coaching position. I decided to go, go over with him. Um, so I was, I was his assistant for one year as well. Then the uh, head position at Harris Stowe came open. Obviously, I had some, still had a lot of connections there. Really good friends with the men's basketball coach. Um, and ended up throwing my name in the hat, going through the interview process, and, and luckily got the position. Uh, so so last last August is when I got hired at Harris Stowe. You know? So behind the eight ball, try to hit the ground running. Um, and so now moving into year two, really excited about the future. Coach, you weren't kidding. Um, your journey is pretty unique. It's one that's pretty cool, and it's just funny to see how far you've come. One thing that I was able to read up on that you didn't mention is that all your previous experience before you jumped to the college level was on the men's side. Mm-hmm. Can you take me through kind of what brought you to the women's side and why you've stayed there? Uh, well, basically, you know, in, in between my time from coaching high school and getting into college, you know, I, I was, I was working some odd jobs, had a good friend of mine that I actually trained, trained kids at, for, for pure sweat basketball. Um, and so had, had the opportunity to work a lot with, uh, females doing that. And, and that's when I really got to, uh, really got to experience it and, and, uh, and, and really enjoyed it. You know, um, you know, first I say coaching basketball is coaching basketball, you know, on, on what men or female. Um, but at the same time, I believe in, in the, the women's side, it, it's, it's a pure game. Um, it, you know, athleticism is not as big of a part of it. And that's when uh, the true coaching takes part. So I, I really, really grasped that, really enjoyed that. Um, and then obviously got, got the opportunity at Harris Stowe to be an assistant and grew to love it even more. And, and then, you know, obviously each stop along the way and coming back to Harris Stowe was, was on the women's side. And like I said, I, I, I've enjoyed it. Um, I, I, I enjoy coaching to begin with. I enjoy the women's side. Um, and so I have, have no qualms. You know, I, I've got to experience both sides of it, you know? And so, um, I, I, like I said, it's, it's coaching basketball is coaching basketball. And, and I enjoy the, the women's side of it a great deal. I think you're spot on coach. There's a lot of different factors that kind of go into what I've found that people really enjoy the women's side. I think what you're saying makes a lot of sense to me. Um, obviously for you, Harris Stowe is where you started your collegiate coaching career and it kind of came full, full circle and you came all the way back to be a head coach there to mm-hmm. pick, to go to a school twice. You obviously had to like what Harris Stowe had to offer more than just basketball. Take me through a little bit about Harris Stowe and what makes it a special academic institution. Absolutely. I, I enjoyed my time the first time and that's why I had, had no reservations about, about coming back to take over the program. Um, as Harris Stowe, it's a, it, it's been around for a great deal of time. You know, it's, it's the university as a whole is over a hundred years old. Um, it's an, it's HBCU that is located downtown St. Louis, you know? And so from, from the HBCU aspect of it, the, the culture and the tradition of the university, uh, is really great, you know, and the, the, the family atmosphere, the, um, the tradition that the, that the, University provides for the community is 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 great, and and they're always always evolving and always seeing how they can reach out. And then um, from from the academic side and the location side, you know, from, I'll talk about location is downtown St. Louis. You know, big city. There's anything you want to do within ten minutes. You know, so that's that's all obviously a huge draw 
when you're talking recruiting and just being um, options to have for, for, you know, for students and, and, um, and, and plays a part into our academic side as well. You know, we're, we're a, a smaller institution, you know, we're, we're around, any, it depends on the year, you know, anywhere between a, a thousand to 1400 students. And so, so we're a smaller institution. And so we've, we've done a really good job. The, the, the school has of partnering up with surrounding universities to offer more degree programs, you know? So sometimes when you go to a smaller university, it's, you don't have all the degree programs you want, but we've, you know, we have five other institutions that we have, you know, like an engineering degree program with another school, an occupational therapy, um, a pre-med um, in nursing. So, so allowing that to help, you know, our, help our students expand their kind of academic horizons is, is huge. Again, when it's factoring into recruiting as well. Um, and, and so all of that plays a part. And then um, a big one for me, just because I kind of went through it as a, as a, uh, as student athlete myself. And then when I was coaching high school and, and had kids moving on to, to schools was, is, you know, money always, money's always a, a factor, you know, whether you want, like people like to say it or not, it, it comes into play, you know? And so when you're, when you're sitting in front of um, families or kids and, and talking about, you know, this is what we can offer you. And this is how much you're going to have to pay. It, it, you know, as a coach, I wish I'd give out 15 full ride scholarships, you know, so that kids don't have to take on that financial burden, but unfortunately, you know, that's not the case. And so with Harris Stowe, we're, we're one of the, the cheapest universities in the state of Missouri. Um, and so uh, that factor there helps a great deal in, with recruiting and, and me going in and talking to kids saying, Hey, listen, you know, I'm, you're going to have to, you're going to have to pay for part of school. But at the end of the day, after four years, if you can leave with, you know, $15,000 student let student loans, that's, that's, that's a home run for me, you know, because I don't, I like to try to try to minimize the financial burden it puts on the family. And so that, that, that plays a huge part in it. You know, sometimes it's often overlooked, but it, when I can go sit there and say, you know, this is what it costs for our school for an entire year, an entire four year career, you know, that that's a, in my mind, that's a home run. Cause I want to eliminate the, the, the loans that the kids or, or families have to take out in the future. Definitely coach. That is a big factor into kind of the experience that a student athlete has and the ability to kind of make it as affordable possible is obviously a big draw. Another big draw for uh, student athletes is obviously the basketball program. For you, it's, this was your first time being a collegiate head coach. You had had some previous experience of running a program, but can you take me a little bit through your basketball program and what year one was like for you and what to expect in year two? Absolutely, absolutely. And, and I'll, I'll go back to, you know, I, I've kind of been through the experience at the high school level, but um, everybody thinks you're, they're always ready to be a head coach. And, and then right when you get thrown in the fire, there's all kinds of things that you did not even expect, you know. And so so it's it's, it's always trial and error. It's always, you know, you live and learn. Um, and so, like I said, we we got hired. You know, I got hired in August. Uh, I got I have one assistant. Uh, she didn't arrive until until about September. And, and so we're obviously behind the eight ball um, and try to hit the ground running. Um, we basically. Um, brought back everybody that was returning and anybody that had signed um, with the previous staff 
and 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 we 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 added a, like two players, you know, uh, just because it's so late and and with um, scholarship limitations, and everything, and so so that's what we rolled with last year, and and I and we made we were we had a big change in style of play from what they were used to. Um, I am definitely a an up tempo um, pressure pressure defense. We're trying to run all the time, uh, basically full court press pressure defense in the half court, trying to run in transition uh, and run ran a motion offense last year, you know, and that, and that was a, that was an extreme change for them. And uh, so it was, it took time, you know, it, it took time to, to make that transition to grasp what we're trying to do. And obviously you, you learn a few things that, that I didn't do well as a coach and how, how to approach it differently. Um, but by second semester, I think we, we, we came a long way, you know, we were, we were competitive in every single game we played, uh, in, in the second semester, um, just didn't quite get, get over that hump. You know, we, it, that, the winning mentality is, 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 is a real thing. And, you know, you, we go through three or four minute stretch in the third quarter. Well, that would almost, it would almost put us at a, at a distance. Um, but I think, I think we set a very good foundation. Uh, you know, the cliche is always talking about culture, but I think we've definitely, uh, made, made that turn in the culture of our program, developing that toughness and mindset and, and the standards that we have in our, in our, uh, in our program. Uh, we, we brought back, uh, we have seven returners this year. We brought in basically in, in our first real recruiting class, we brought in eight, eight newcomers um, that I think are going to help a great deal. I think they, I think our newcomers can, can help the help our returners. And I think our returners are going, going to help our, our newcomers and, and, Getting players that 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 fit our style, fit our mold, fit our culture was huge for us, and I think we did a. I think our staff did a really good job of doing that, and and excited to see what year two has to offer. Definitely, coach, and we know that this year is full of uncertainties, and we may not know what this season has to offer, and we're all chomping at the bit to just kind of play some basketball and return to normal a little bit. For you, I know you mentioned to me. Um, you have a wife, you have young kids, um, all that kind of stuff. This pandemic has kind of changed life for you. It's probably looked a little bit different than it has in the past. What is one thing positive that you've taken out of this whole pandemic? Well, I, I'll tell you one thing. I, I'm I'm not really I'm not real old, but but I, I consider myself old school at times, and so I've I've really adjusted to uh, learning how to FaceTime and do, and do a lot of FaceTime recruiting because because that was about the only. Uh, the only thing we could do, you know, couldn't get them on, on so uh, get them on campus. So I've, I've enjoyed learning that kind of technology because I know our, our players and our girls, uh, they're big on the FaceTime. That's how they would always they would always call me in the past. And I was always never a fan of it. But now I've come to enjoy it and, and I'm used to it now. So um, but other than that, you know, I think it puts things I think it put things in perspective for a lot of people. Um, you know, as a coach, you're thinking you're, you're basketball, basketball, basketball nonstop. And, and then when, when something like this happens, I think it, you step back and you realize like basketball is a small part of part of life. It's, it's, you know, I, I always try to try to teach them life lessons with, you know, within basketball, but then stuff like this happens. It's like, listen, we can, we can learn how to deal with adversity and challenges is, with with our season with our with basketball but there's there's things that are going on in their life and with their family that they have to you know that they got to take care of first and so i think um 
I think seeing, you know, changing my perspective a little bit, understanding it, but then seeing our team come together and, and, and really support each other and reaching out to each other, making sure everybody's doing okay uh, has been, has been eye opening and, and where our team I think has grown a great deal just in, since the year I've been there of uh, developing that chemistry, really being there for each other, cherishing, you know, each other's success. Cause that's not always easy. That always, that hasn't always been there. And, it, and it's one of those things that, uh, that I think our girls have really bought into that, you know, as a coach that I'm proud of, um, and, and it's more on them than, than anything that I've ever preached to them. Well, coach, I think that um, from everything you're saying and just my conversation with you, that you guys are headed in the right direction. Um, I know you're excited for year two and to kind of see how this team grows and how they build on this past season. And I wish you luck and I wish your family well. So good luck this upcoming season and be well. Coach, I appreciate it a great deal. Thanks for having me on. I hope you enjoyed another great hoops conversation. I'm blessed to get to share some incredible stories. The coaching community is truly a family. If you made it all the way to the end of the pod, I want to say thank you. If you enjoyed the small school big time hoops podcast, please subscribe, leave a five-star review and keep tuning in. If you know someone who loves the game of basketball like you do, help them out and share the pod with them. We have a lot more great guests joining the podcast soon. This is Javon Masters with the small school Big Time Hoops podcast, and until next time, stay safe, stay positive, and keep growing the game.